1: I just, I was really uh pleased and happy for uh, how we played last week, you know, coming off the bye defensively and uh you could tell that the fans just come off of a bye week as well. I mean, they were jacked in that stadium and we need the same thing this weekend. We're going to get we're getting ready to go against a really good offense, very explosive offense. A quarterback who was the first pick of the draft and you can see why. An offensive line that's working really well together and uh and some skilled positions that are uh, some of the better ones we've faced so far. But uh, you know, just like I say every week, we're studying and seeing what we need to do to try to uh, step up to this challenge. So we're really looking forward to it. With that, I'll open up to questions. I know you're
0: going to say that you don't focus on sacks because every coach says that. So how is Kayvon playing, and what does he need to do to get to that next level where he does get finished with some sacks?
1: Well, I think with our system itself, you know, like I said before, it's positionless defense. And when you look at the defense statistically, um, you know, in areas where there are a lot of sacks, he's doing, you know, the selfless work. You know, I always say we're going to open up a can of whoop ass. Well, he's the can opener. You know, like you have a guy running free to the quarterback, okay, playing a single high safety. Well, he has to do the right pattern to get that guy free. And that's what, that's what pleases, pleases me about the guy himself. And I know everybody wants to say sack, sack, sacks to him after games, and, You know, whenever you do the, the, the media with it. But if there's 1,000 plays run and we're happy with him and 950 of them, it's better than the guy that has 12 sacks, plays 600 plays, and can't play the run, can't do this, can't do that. I, I just think the kid's playing great. And the, it's just like takeaways or anything else. The, the sacks will come. The other thing is too is you know, look at the holding calls he's drawn. Look at the you know you look at the the whole picture. He drops well in coverage. Uh, I, I can't say um, nothing but positives about how he's playing. You know how he's chasing you know chasing after the football like a veteran, studying like a veteran, leading like a veteran. Um, so I'm really glad he's a giant.
0: has to speak to him. I mean, he probably wants sacks, you know, because everybody wants those numbers. You know, are those conversations you guys have about what he is doing well, even though it doesn't show up in the stat sheet?
1: With me and Kayvon? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I talk to the whole defense that way. You know, about being, you know, this is a, a, I can't explain to you in words. This defense, this group of guys, are the most selfless people I've been around in this profession all they want they, they they want to see what's on the left and what's on the right in the win column and they never they have never flinched during a game no matter what happens they come back and they're ready to go on the next play uh, but I talked to the whole defense about that and you know you you say every coach says stats or sacks aren't important you've got the game winner against Baltimore, that was that was an important sack. Uh, but there's other things that go into it is what, I, what I'm trying to say. With
0: Kayvon, what does it uh, show in maturity-wise for him to be able to That's be what a I've, part of that? I've know?
1: said it before. I mean, it's it's like he's got an old soul. I mean, you know, we'll, we'll play music before we start the defensive meeting. And, and I like, today was old school Thursday. It's my favorite day. And he knows all those songs and the bands and everything else. What's playing today? Oh, some Ohio players. We played Zap. I mean, we played some good good stuff. Wink, uh,
0: how aware of you or are, are you of what goes on on the other side of the ball? And I mean that because, like, obviously your offense hasn't had to come back from a big deficit that you've put them in on defense. The Lions can score. Like, if the Giants fall behind 10, 14 points, the offense isn't really built that way. Does that put a lot of pressure on you guys to to not struggle early?
1: We just. We just want to do our job. Now that's coaching cliche right there. But it's like, it does, I always say that we control the narrative. So whatever happens, if we give up a big play, get them down so we can play again, and we can change. You know, we can we we can stop them. And as long as they keep doing it one play at a time, there, there's no evaluation of the offense or anything else. You know, had uh, uh, the guys we did a little exercise in, in the defensive meeting room. And that's what one of the, the, the new guys that come in and said, he goes, from other places I've been, it's amazing how all we do is focus on defense, and that's what we do. And, uh, you know, Dave's and Mike and those guys set up great game plans, I think. I've gone against them, I know, you know, that way going against them, but in, in preparation of each game, and they attack each game the way it needs to be attacked. Wink, mean, you've obviously had praise for Dexter and the way he's played this year, but when you look at last week's game, the way it's – even if you look beyond the stat sheet, he was affecting the plays that you wouldn't know unless you really broke down the film. Have you had a performance like that from an individual player in a while to be able to see what he did last week? I mean, it's – its with Dex, it's like I said earlier in the year, hes he's one of my favorites that I've ever been around. Because of the way he, he works, he's selfless like you know like they all are, uh, he's looking out for the next guy you know, and he's just and he's he's playing at a really high level, and uh, it's fun to watch you know him reap the rewards of all the hard work he's put in since uh, you know the spring and you know I mean he's taking care of his body he's he's uh, uh, i I think he really enjoys playing football but uh have I seen one like that? I haven't had time to sit back and, you know, I, I might be able to tell you that after the season's over with and we go back over the tape, you know, because we're already on to Detroit after that. But he, he he played very well, yes. What did you think of the way uh, Dane and Pinnock uh, sort of filled in there to fill the void without Xavier there? Yeah, I, I think they did a nice job, you know, and, you know, it's just like, you know, each week is different and we play. Different guys in different spots, if you've all seen, and uh, I thought he prepared really well. Uh, you know, he's very serious about football. Um, he's another mature rookie that we got that you know Joe and, and Dave's, you know, decided to pick, and that was great. You know, like I talk about organizational alignment all the time, um, and you know the thing about the rookies is if they do make a mistake. And this is where you tell you can tell that they're studying. If they do make a mistake, it's because it's the first time that they've seen something. They don't make that same mistake. They're not error repeaters, and that's the, you know what's brought Dane along, and and some of the other young guys as well. You know, Nick, you know I call him Big Mac. He's doing good things for us. Uh, Pinnock came in and, and, and played well uh, in a limited role. His role might grow. It might you know. All depends, you know, what we who we're playing, and you know what personnel is out there, and things like that. So, uh, I'm I'm excited about the young guys. And then we'll take two more. talk about the young guys. Why did you want to go with uh, Micah, and obviously in place of uh, Tays, lose that game. I, I just think that you know every every lineups written in pencil, not in pen. Uh, Micah was was practicing well. Tays practicing well. Uh, we we put Micah in there because uh, the the practice that he had the week prior. And um, you know, the initial plan was to rotate him, and then and Micah got hot when he was in there and I thought he played well as too, but Tay has practiced his tail off, okay, and uh, you know he's been a, nothing but a true pro and he, he's going to get his chance it comes right back to it. And you know that's what I told him is going is, you know, to go with Micah. how you handle this situation could be a t- you know a turning point in your career if you keep attacking each day the way you have and uh, I thought Micah did a nice job. Wait,
0: wait Clark. do you envision two guys who aren't playing, Landon Collins and the newcomer, Terrell Burgess? How close are either of those guys to uh, carving out roles and contributing?
1: I think Landon's closer than TB just because of the time that he's been here. Uh, you know, right now with the roster and the way it's, I mean, I, I've never seen a roster move around the way this roster's moved around, so. You know, with injuries and things like that, you just – I can't put a timeline on it, but I would say LC's closer.
0: How Wink, you, Wink, when, Wink, when you uh, – Art mentioned uh, Dex, but two games ago, right before the bye, Leonard Williams had five quarterback hits too. How – the two of them together, how much of that is the basis for what you can do with the rest of your defense, how well those two guys are playing up front? Yeah,
1: and really for for Leo, I'm glad you brought that up because I was going to say it and then got to ask another question. Leo's played well the last three games. You know, he's coming off that injury and, and, and getting into the groove and having those two. Now, I will say this I've never seen a combo of tackles in my career like these two. You know, both those guys. And, uh, you know, credit to Dre and B Cox and, and that entire room because uh, it's a really mature room and, uh, and they, they take, take playing in this system very seriously. Dex has played all over the place. And people don't even know it just because he's listed as a nose. They think he's playing nose. There's sometimes he's played Mike Linebacker on third down. And, uh, you know, and that to how he studies, how smart he is, what a great dude he is. And it's, uh, and, and Leo's the same way.